Hello and welcome to the next episode of the Hub World Podcast. Today I will be your host, Gino. I am today joined by... Joe from the Hub World. And Jules from the Hub World. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I thought I'd give things a go by taking the taking the main chair here. And uh, today we're going to be talking about um, the latest in the Marvel um, TV so- show series, um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, everyone here, we've all... Uh, we've all watched through it, and just as a, uh, a common uh, courtesy to everyone who hasn't finished the series yet, we will be discussing spoilers and spoiler topics. So if uh, if you haven't finished watching the series yet, please uh, kindly like and subscribe anyway. Um, we're uh, we're almost at 250 subscribers. It'd be really cool if we could hit that uh, little milestone soon. Uh, but yeah, thank you for joining us this far. And from now on, we will be talking about spoilers for the show okay guys so uh yeah the the show's conclusion and uh, did anyone want to just uh start off by talking about what they thought about uh falcon and the winter soldier uh for this run the the second uh, shot marvel has had with their tv show series i can say that and like this is completely completely subjective based off of my relative interest in the characters but I thought that Falcon Winter Soldier was hella average. I enjoyed it. I still want to watch it every week. I appreciated the themes. I actually really enjoyed the themes of the show, and I like how they 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 kind of framed Sam's journey as like, um, what does it mean for a black man to take on the shield? And I really liked that whole story, and I liked how they brought um, that lens into it. That being said, in terms of just pure like story and how it relates to a larger universe and like thinking about just like episode to episode, nothing nothing really like had me on my the edge of my seat um between the weeks, even like the major moment that most critics were calling like the darkest moment in the m c u to me was like. Eh. I was like, I didn't think it was that 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 big of a, a thing for me. Um, although I'm very excited for what this show has set up for the future. So while like I appreciate the the story, I think it needed to happen, um, and I'm excited for where this puts our characters. The show itself for me was very just average. Whereas with WandaVision, I was like, every episode, I was like, ooh, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? What the hell's going on? It just, this show just didn't didn't pull that for me, personally. Yeah, and I'm pretty much, like, I feel like almost exactly the same way you do about the show. Like, I think it was, and I'm like, a, I'm a, Winter Soldier is one of my favorite characters in the MCU. So I had... I had I was more excited for Falcon and Winter Soldier than I was WandaVision, but uh, I feel that yeah, like I feel like it was incredibly average, just like how I felt WandaVision was, and it yeah, like like for WandaVision, Gino and I would stay up probably like we stayed up till midnight, I think, for every episode of WandaVision, because at least there was some cliffhanger or something that would make us want to watch it right away so we don't get spoiled but like the we only did that for the first and last episode of falcon and winter soldier 
and like even in the first episode i fell asleep partway through it had to rewatch it the next day so like i feel like it the show didn't have a lot like the pacing wasn't really that good in it and i i do like like exactly what you said like how the character like the character progression for all the characters actually i really liked but yeah it's just that i don't know what it is i just feel like like especially now with some news that came out today like marvel's really gonna want or disney's gonna really want us to watch these shows to kind of understand what's going on in the movies or get more insight into the movies but i just feel like they're not doing enough in the shows to make to make that like to make me feel committed to watching these like i like right away like i don't know it's just yeah it feels like the shows are almost like you know how like in comic books there's like issue to issue and then there's like bigger storylines? It almost feels like the shows are those like interval issues. It's like character development's happening, like this is important for the characters. Like you can skip them. Like sure, you can totally skip over Falcon and Winter Soldier and watch um whatever whatever project that these characters show up in next. And probably you wouldn't have missed too much other than just like how they became the characters. Same with like WandaVision, but then you're missing out on a lot of like character work and a lot of um, like that. But in terms of just sheer plot, like nobody's going to be upset that they missed watching the Flag Smashers as a villain. Like, yeah, like from start to finish, I I could not care less about the conflict. It just felt like the conflict was there so that the characters had a conflict amidst what was really just a story about, like, for in both WandaVision and in Falcon and Winter Soldier. The story at its heart was a personal journey for Wanda and for, um, Sam. for Sam. And they tacked on a conflict because they needed to have a conflict because everybody needs their superhero action. But ultimately, the conflict in both was so, like... It was so like forgettable that like that's not what I'll remember from either of these shows. What I'll remember from the shows is like those character moments, seeing the characters' families, seeing their struggles, seeing what they're they're going through, and like appreciate them when I do see them in that next big blockbuster where they're fighting whoever's the the major antagonist in the next Captain America or or in Doctor Strange two. Like those are, I think that's the formula that. Marvel's really setting up now is like the TV shows aren't going to tackle like major conflicts, major villains, major storylines. They're more just going to develop these characters and those major moments for the plot of the universe are all going to happen in the films, which is fine. I'm okay yeah. with that, but yeah. I, I don't know how I feel about that. Like I understand why they need to make these decisions. Like, okay, not everyone's going to pay for the subscription service and watch six plus hours of content to basically like basically as homework before to go before they go and watch the next movie for say like right like i understand that but i feel like it doesn't add any weight and as for someone who is paying for this service they want to see some really cool stuff happening like it's great to see sam's growth uh from uh being the falcon who doesn't want anything to do with the shield he'd rather have it sit in a museum and to watch him grow as a character and realize like hey wait a minute what have i done understand the mistake that he had made and eventually 
accept that mistake and then embrace it. And he he makes this very like because he was scared of that shield and like what it meant, right? And by the end of it, he's grown as uh, as in, in his character where he's comfortable holding this thing and he's he's he becomes a symbol just like Steve Rogers embodying embodying hope. And it would have been nice, yes, to see that this journey in the form of a movie, and it was nice to see it all spaced out. But at the same time, I feel like really nothing happened in these six episodes. Like, the the Flag Smashers, okay. One-off terrorist group cell or whatever they are, just, like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. And, like, this whole thing, like, okay, so they have... They, the show was six episodes, roughly six hours in content. And Mateo and I were, we were sitting up, uh, we were like, after we finished watching uh, the finale, this, uh, this, uh, like on, um, on the Thursday night or the Friday morning, whatever it is that whenever it was done at midnight, we were just sitting there talking really like we knew the curveball of um, agent Carter's character being the power broker. Like what at the end of episode three, like we we already saw what was going to happen. Like okay, they were halfway through the show. They keep mentioning this elusive power breaker. There's only one other character that they they have um, that isn't really doing anything. That seems really out of place in that uh, in in the city there in that Asian city there. And they're like, okay, Agent Carter's character is going to be the power broker. That's predictable. And we just sat there, kind of like laughed it off. And then in the last episode, when they said that was the case, I'm like, wow, that wasn't. It, it, I I feel like her turn to like evil or crime, just it just felt kind of out of place and out of nowhere, because that's totally against well, everything that her family stands for. Well, that but that's and considering so that, that her was, uncle is Cap, <laughs> right? Is her uncle yeah, Cap? Yeah, because yeah, no, because she's no, the niece not. of. I thought she was the niece of um, she's the original niece. Agent Carter. Yeah, yeah Peggy. Yeah. She's Peggy's niece, and if Pe- Peggy and Cap got married, by extension, they didn't she's get married. So they were they just didn't because a, a fling. It was all that's a that's an alternate timeline. That's like yeah. Cap. Bas- basically, what they clarified just to to sidestep here, um, they clarified later that basically what Cap did was they didn't shift the rules of time like time travel with the cap moment in Endgame. Like, he didn't go to the past and live out his days. He, like, went to the past, changed it, like, right, which created an altered timeline, lived out his life with Peggy, and then at the end of his life, hopped back into his original timeline to give the shield to Sam. But anyway, I still don't like that. Regardless. I still don't like that decision. But that's another topic for another day. Yeah. But anyway, regardless, but I, I yeah, see what you but, mean. It just feels like it's really. I don't know. Like, yes, okay, I understand that she got burnt by the government, and basically, and then Thanos showed up. I'm sorry, but like, when a giant inter interplanetary grimace. The grimace, yeah, let's go with With a giant golden nugget on his hands, comes and snaps half of reality away. I'm sorry, giving her a pardon is not on the number one to do list. And like her anger, I feel like it's just really like misplaced. Okay, yes, she survived and became this great crime lord, but it 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 just didn't work in my head. I know it just it just didn't work for me. See, either and I. I've gone on a tangent and forgot what I was originally talking about because I found I, something else that bothered well, me. Well, you 
<laughs> well, see, to talk about like the Peggy or sorry, the Sharon Carter twist, um, I don't think it was meant to be a twist. Like, I don't think the intention was for it to be a twist. I think it was supposed to be somewhat obvious that things were up with her and it wasn't supposed to be a big moment. And I think the fact that they didn't focus on her much in the series lends itself to that. Um, the other thing, too, is um, you were talking about how, like, she, like, you don't get her anger. But I I never interpreted her actions as anger. I interpreted her actions as, like, this was the result of her situation. In order to survive, she had to, like, stoop into the crime life, and she became addicted to it, and she just liked that life better than the one she was leading before. And now yeah. she's just, like, she just... Because, like, the whole idea of the show, like, that that um i can't remember his name but the director had said like early on was this show is um is about identity and all four of the main characters who they said at the time were in the market marketing for the show before it came out were sam um bucky zemo and sharon carter they, and sorry and john walker all five of them they said like identity is the main theme for all five of the characters and it's about them challenging their identities before and like in the wake of the show, like post cap. So I think that was the idea of like Sharon's identity is like she's you see kind of her descent of like her constantly having to live up to her her aunt's name, being like one of the most prominent people in Shield getting despite having that family relationship getting completely fucked over by the government and then having to live off of like just having to live a life of crime forever and like they never even tried to to find her or pardon her at any point they never even like while all the other like think about it too like she's probably even like maybe holding on to resentment that dr strange didn't come and grab her why didn't she get to be in that shot of all the women from the mcu like all the other ones why was Pepper Potts yeah. there and not Agent Carter? <laughs> so, anyway, the point Never is, thought I thought of it that way. Yeah, I think the idea with her character is like the idea of like she she felt she was one person because she lived in a legacy, and once that legacy was removed from her, and once she had to try something else out, she just liked it better. And she's like, "Why would I give a shit about these people?" And now she's just kind of stuck in that, you know. They're definitely yeah, building. They're definitely like because today, or at the the time we recorded this episode today, which is the day after the or the day of, I guess the the when the episode came out, they announced Captain America four. That's going to be like it's going to be starring uh, Falcon or uh, Sam Wilson as the main character of that movie. I think she's probably going to be the front runner to be like the villain or like one of the antagonists or whatever. In she'll play movie. a role for sure. Yeah, like. She'll yeah. So I I think in a way like they didn't really she didn't really get that much screen time like at all like when I think about it, like because I think she no. was introduced like the like third the middle episode. of the third episode or something like that. So yeah. But um, yeah. to me like she was like out of all those characters like the five main characters she was definitely in it the least. But like I think the character that they. That my favorite character in the whole show, and I don't know about you guys, was I, my favorites were actually, uh, my favorite was actually Zemo, and I like Zemo's. Was, I was not expecting to like Zemo's character. Yeah, like they they totally like he. I didn't get like 
any of these like the vibes that he gave off in Falcon the Winter Shoulder so Soldier. I didn't get any shoulder. of those. The Winter Shoulder in, uh, <laughs> in um in uh, Civil War. Like he seemed way more competent. Uh, like he was more into an intellectual villain in Civil War, but you see that he has all these like physical abilities and like he's super like he's okay they they finally like mentioned that he's a baron of sokovia which i think was like that's something that they probably should have mentioned in uh in uh uh in civil war but they didn't he's super rich he's got the private jet with the creepy butler guy and uh He's got all this, these assets, like these, these, he's got these, the cars and like he, he, there's, he had a past, like a villainous past prior to Civil War, it seemed like, but like, he was, he was really funny. Like he, 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 he was the show, like he was the scene stealer in almost every scene he was in. Completely. (laughs) Um, the thing about Zemo that I really liked about like in this in this shows they kind of painted him to be almost like Bruce Wayne was and like like Batman v Superman right he's like this rich guy who has a lot of power a lot of influence and he feels like he's the hero right he feels like he he can do good and then he doesn't trust super soldiers and in Age of Ultron he was in that point or after post Age of Ultron sorry he was at that point where um where like Sokovia had been ravaged kind of as a, as a result of the Avengers actions. And so he had a lot of anger and then that twisted his um that twisted his ideals into something more of a vendetta, but now we get to see him kind of chilled out where he's like he's like yeah, he's like I still think super soldiers are a bad thing, but I can admit that Captain America was like an anomaly to that, right? Like he's the exception because he like there's nobody else like Steve Rogers, yeah. which I liked. It was nice seeing him kind of chilled out. Where it's like you see that he was never really a bad guy, and what he was trying to do wasn't necessarily bad. It was just he was going about it the wrong way. And then pairing that with the story of like Carly and the Flag Smashers was really cool. Yeah, the way they approached that. themes in this in this show was very, very great. Like it was good. Yeah, I liked that. I just plot wise was just eh. yeah. Honestly, like, I feel like this could have made a good movie, and the movie would have, I felt, like, told a more complete story. To a certain extent, it's it's just, it's it's weird. The because... Movie, like, like, okay, a movie would be at most three hours. Yeah. I don't know if there was three hours worth of stuff they could have cut, but, like, they definitely, I felt like there was a lot of points in this, in the show across uh, all the episodes i feel like every episode had like one montage too many or like they 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 spent way too much time in like something that they shouldn't have but like i don't think that would have amounted into enough material to cut out to make a a three-hour movie i feel like it actually honestly i prefer the fact that they went these series route to tell the story of how Falcon became Cap. I I actually think that was probably the best decision they could have made. Like Yeah, I agree. Cuz then, you know, they 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 sowed a lot of or they planted a lot of seeds for things that are going to probably pay off in the future like more young Avengers stuff potentially. 
um, Thunderbolt stuff, Dark Avengers stuff. Uh, like, like there was a lot. Like, there's this movie's going to tie into Black Widow. It's going to tie into other things. Like, it's there's it's like it's actually did a lot. I feel like it did almost it at least. Just from face face value for what you see in the actual show, it did more than WandaVision. But yeah, it's not and that's gonna the have as big of an impact as WandaVision. And that's the thing I think we also have to consider is like with WandaVision and with Falcon and Winter Soldier, is these are the early days TV series, so they're still introducing characters. So for example, mm-hmm. characters like John Walker, right? I don't know if John Walker's ever gonna show up in a movie. I don't know I don't know if his character is a big enough threat, especially post this story to ever show up in a movie, but introducing characters like this here, like opens up the options for these characters to appear in future series. Like what if John Walker shows up in Hawkeye, right? Like what if there's a conflict with, with that in Hawkeye or what if he shows up in like secret wars or, um, or armor, armor, or whatever, armor, armor wars, wars or, um, iron heart, right? Like, like, I feel like th- these early shows are going to suffer the the like they're they're going to suffer from the idea of like they have to introduce all these like smaller characters that don't seem like they're going to play out in big ways and they might never play out in big ways but they they might play out in in smaller ways like in the TV series there might be conflicts that show up in future like Agatha Harkness might show up in a future like mystical show Right, like she might not show up in a movie. She's not going to go up against Doctor Strange, but she might go up against, I don't know, like if they do Young Avengers, she might go up against the Young Avengers, right? Like the, I think these are like little seeds that will help with this larger universe that they're creating, um, in small ways. I actually wanted yeah. to talk about John Walker for a second because. I'd say, like, he was, like, I felt in, like, the first two episodes, I felt like people were, like, like, I get it, like, he he's a new Captain America, Bucky and Sam, like, don't like the fact that he's been replaced, but at that point, he had done nothing wrong. I felt like they were being, like, just jerks to him, and, like, everyone was just being a dick to him for no reason, really. I mean, he, but he was such an asshole. But I don't think he was at that point. At, but at he that point, was. he wasn't. But he I, was. He was like he was like showing up. Like Sam and Bucky were like doing stuff. They're on like missions. He was showing up, and he'd be things like, "I'm Captain America. Stay out of my way," or like, "This is my territory" and stuff. And like Sam and Bucky are just sitting there. They're like, "We've literally fought like alien beings. Like, who the hell are you?" I get that. Some guy from but... the military who got handpicked by a bunch of white senators to tell us what to do. Well, we actually only ever saw, like, two of the Senators. Fair. (laughs) But, um, anyways, like, and then the point, like, the point of no return was when he killed that guy. Like, I get it, his friend died, but, like, Captain America is supposed to be this global symbol, like, he's supposed to be the embodiment of America, and he used Steve Shield to decapitate a guy. You can't do that. He should be resp- held responsible for that. But the thing is, he got pardoned because of his his uh, service in the military, whatever. And there's parallels to that. What's what's going on now in the world with like police officers and stuff? I don't really want to get into that. But um, 
the thing I feel though is that dude has to go to jail. Like, yes, he he did the right thing at the end of the, the show, where like he saved all those people, whatever. But the fact that like I don't know, like he he need like for me, like the way that they should use that character. I forgot who said it. I heard it somewhere, but they're like he should be used similarly to how they use like characters from like Suicide Squad. Like he's gonna be in jail and when he's gonna do a mission he comes out of jail and he goes back. Well like, that's the thing like... that I I agree with you. Like I I'm I don't know if you felt this. Like John Walker's actually one of the things that I thought was interesting about the show, but I think the finale just completely did not deliver with him particularly because he totally one eighted. Right? Right. It was like it was like they 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 built him up to this point where like he's so obsessed with being Captain America, he's douchey, blah blah blah, and then he has that breaking point. And then sure the, the, the shield. Falling, <laughs> and then he sure the, the falling shield. But but like the following episode before he even makes the shield, the following episode is all about like now he's getting like he's getting um like he's no longer allowed to be Captain America, he's like losing everything, and then Madame Hydra approaches him, and they're like building up this like big downfall to the point where the post credit scene is him like super psycho building the the custom shield. And then what happens in the finale? He shows up, doesn't really do anything, and then does a complete 180, and he's like, I'm going to save people, and then he's working with Bucky and Sam, and he's like, I saved the day. And then what happens at the very end of the episode? He's back with Madame Hydra. And it's like, well, like, he didn't seem to have a purpose. Like, it felt it's like the they same were... same as my old suit, but it's black. It and felt it, like... It's just... But it, it, it just felt like his story was building to something, and it didn't what it was what it was was like i think all of us were feeling like it was building to something that was going to happen at the end whereas the build was to the moment where he killed the guy and then that was it that was what it was building to but but this the story made it seem like that wasn't wasn't the end it made it seem like that was part of the build and it was going to get even bigger and like where can he go from here if he did this what can he do next what what crazy thing is he going to do in the final episode that's going to screw everybody over but then he doesn't do anything, and that's where and I feel like they really failed with his character. All the crazy. I that, I, that. I low key when um, when Mateo and I were watching it, when he had a choice between going after, um, I'm terrible with the characters' names, by the way. Carly Morgan. Yes. When he was, he had a choice to go after her or save the people in the truck. I'm like, please go after her because that would make sense for your character at this point. And then he's just like, nah, I'm, I'm going to save yeah, people. And exactly. I feel just like, yeah. no, you're not supposed to be redeemed. Yeah, not this early, at least. Like, I get that it's a Disney it... show and everyone has to stay alive. But... It, oh, no, 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 no. Please don't use that. It's a Disney show oh, thing. Come Disney on. does Let plenty of dark stuff. one moment of funny. No. Let me have this Disney one moment of Disney does plenty of, of dark stuff. Yeah, no. that's true. It had nothing to do with Disney. Nothing you know, to Bambi's do with mom Disney. died, okay? It's true. Oh, shoot. I spoils. Like, 80 years spoils. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever it is, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I really wanted to see him go like full, like batshit crazy. Well, let's kind of use this to segue into something that me and Mateo were saying we should talk about. And he had mentioned this a bit earlier, but yeah. this was something that people thought was going to be the post credit scene, or that it was building to this, and they never did it. But they still planted the scenes, and now some like credible leakers are coming out and saying both of these things are in development. 
But one of the things that people were wondering was they were thinking that the show was either building to Thunderbolts because Zemo was in the raft and the raft is controlled by Thunderbolt Ross or Dark Avengers because um, Countess, US blah, 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 Madam Hydra had approached US Agent. Um, and now Credible Leaker is saying that both of those projects are actually in development right now. So thinking about U.S. agent with Madam Hydra, who else could be part of a potential Dark Avengers team? Because Dark Avengers is something that could easily be um, a focal point of like Captain America Four, easily. But who would be there other than U.S. agent? You have U.S. agent Zemo could be part. Uh, No, not Zemo. No, no, no. Uh, Zemo Zemo would be in Thunderbolts. In the Thunder, I feel like it's. I feel like it's easier to to pinpoint who's going to be on Thunderbolts first. Or, I feel like that's easier, but for Dark Avengers, my dream pick, and Jules, do you care if I spoil Daredevil stuff for you? Because... I mean, if you're spoiling that Bullseye and Elektra are in the show, I know that. Well, yeah, well, I was going to say Bullseye. <laughs> no, no, I, that, that wasn't what I was going to spoil, but um, Bullseye, something happens to Bullseye in the end of the like the very last scene he of season Daredevil. three. No, the very last scene of season three, something happens to him that I feel like would be a perfect segue for that character, that interpretation of the character to be put into the MCU. But doesn't he become so, Daredevil? That's something that happens earlier in the show. But oh, okay. Yeah. Once he's defeated, like this is like after everything's been resolved, something happens to Bullseye. It there's a lot of Please like tell me he throws a bunch of of playing cards and the camera goes crazy. There's a lot of things that can happen. Like there's a lot of ways they can take this, but Bullseye being Hawkeye, like he was in the comics, I think that's what happened, right? Bullseye was impersonating Hawkeye. That would be perfect. So Bullseye um, would be the Hawkeye then. You would have US Agent would be the Captain America. They could easily bring this new version of Loki in to be the Thor equivalent. Um I mean like wasn't Dark Avengers led by like Norman Osborn. But I, I don't think I feel like a version I, of yeah. Yeah, I don't think they would do that. I feel like basically aside from US Agent, I feel like they're just gonna like that's the only like I'm not too familiar with them, but like all I know is like I think Venom was on the team, wasn't he? Yeah. There was like an impersonator for like. If you're talking about Dark Rain, Dark Avengers, it was. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Like I just know I'm thinking of like a, a like a, a um, cover a cover art. I know there was like a Miss Marvel but, character. There was Bullseye. Okay, but, there was. But if we're um, just looking at who we have in the MCU right now, like don't even think about like that. Like in the MCU right mm-hmm. now, who could show up in a Dark Avengers team? And so here's the big difference, by the way, between Thunderbolts and Dark Avengers. So Thunderbolts would be like Suicide Squad-esque. They're usually bad guys who end up doing some good good stuff. Whereas Dark Avengers are typically going to be villains. They're not going to be doing good stuff. They're going to be posing as if they're doing good things to try and get like to look good in terms of um, getting favor of the public, but they're actually like ill intentioned, like they're doing bad things. So that's a big difference, right? So Thunderbolts would be more like, here's your characters who are going to get a redemption arc. Dark Avengers are going to be more characters that are going to be doing some bad and shady stuff. And like, that's the thing. Like, I feel like for both of these teams, I don't think they're going to 
use anything related to Spider-Man because Sony could say no or like who knows how like the rights work there. So like for I don't think they're going to use Norman. I don't think they're going to use I think one of the teams I think had Scorpion or something like that. Matt Gargan or Venom or one of the other Yeah, Venom. Yeah. I don't think I don't think they're in play at all for any of no, them. I honestly I agree. don't know enough about and, Marvel Comics to probably like add to this. And, but but that's what I mean. Think. Let's not but let's not even that's why I'm saying let's not even focus on comics. I'm just saying yeah. with what we have now in the MCU. Who would you think Mordo, could show Mordo up? could be on that team for sure. His as like um, a Doctor Strange. Yeah, as like the Doctor Strange equivalent. That'd be really cool. And then it could also tie into any yeah. like magic stuff, right? Cool. Yeah. Know who should be um, brought back to be Iron Man of the Dark Avengers? Who? The guy, villain guy from Iron Man 2. The guy that is played by Whip what's Lash? his face? No, not Whiplash. Mickey Rourke. Other, other right guy. Um, he's a big uh, Oscar winning actor. Now, uh, another Justin, one? Ha- Justin Hammer is the other character. Is the oh, character. Justin Hammer. Yeah. That would be like totally out of the field. I hate Iron that Man too, but like effect. that would be hilarious yeah. if they brought him back. Um, I would love to see. Um, actually, I would love to see the theory from Wandavision pan out. Um, the theory that when Vision restored, um, White Vision to his original programming, and he got his memories back, but he still doesn't have like the soul of Vision. Um, Ultron's programming will take over because the thing that overpowered Ultron's programming was ultimately like Jarvis's soul. It was like Vision's soul, but because he doesn't have that, eventually Ultron's programming is going to take over White Vision and Ultron's going to be in control of that body. I would love to see Ultron be part of that would actually the Dark be really Avengers. Cool. I think that would be, be really cool, cool actually. Because like yeah, Ultron Vision. was kind of done, kind of... Eh. In Age of Ultron, I, I feel personally. But yeah, he was kind of back yeah. to uh, Ultron was brought into the universe way too early. Like, I just feel like, and and, and like they kind of like tie the story up. And that's um, guys, I think we're going just a little bit too far into like theory and like like general Marvel stuff. Let's get back to uh, the the show here. Oh no, but that's what we were I, doing. That was the purpose of this podcast. Yeah, I want to talk about Thunderbolts though for a bit. Yeah. Oh, okay. We were, we um, were, we were like, we, we kind of like, we were going to start with Falcon Winter Soldier and then kind of get into like general MCU stuff because I don't oh, know. How okay. I was, I, mean, I was not, I was not told about that. I thought we were just strictly talking about the show. I, I, there is a few things I want to talk about Falcon Winter Soldier at the end, though. Like All just right. a few like small things. But um, for Thunderbolts, I, I'm pretty sure the new Black Widow that's supposed to be introduced in the movie was supposed to be the show. But no, she's not. She's in Hawkeye. Oh, okay. So Hawk, but Hawkeye's not coming out until later, though. So it's going to come out uh, after this that. Year. But after it's after Black Widow comes out. Yes, but Hawkeye will um, be near the end of the year. But I know I'm pretty sure I'm sort of familiar with Thunderbolts in the comics because I kind of I I like the Suicide Squad, so I just want to see what Marvel's up to with their their Suicide Squad version their, their version of the Suicide Squad. But um, Zemo, I think, often, like, more times than not, the leader of, or at least, like, he's always on a Thunderbolts team. And I think uh, some people, I, I read things where, like, Winter Soldier sometimes on the Thunderbolts, and so is Yelena Bolova, the, the other Black Widow. 
And I feel like they would have sort of like the Rick Flag type position on the Thunderbolts, or the Suicides. Like Rick Flag's like not a villain, but he's the the leader of the Suicide Squad. He's ordered by the government to to uh, be the leader of this team. So I feel like either of them would probably be on the Thunderbolts just to carry out that, like to be the, the the person talking to Thunderbolt Ross or whatever. But then I heard a rumor that. Ghost or the ghost, or whatever the hell it is, from oh, yeah, from Ant Man. Yeah, I heard that too. Uh, is gonna be in it, but didn't she get cured at the end of the Ant Man and the Wasp? I don't remember. I think she got cured, so like she doesn't have any abilities. I can tell you this much I don't remember anything from Ant Man and the Wasp, (laughs) (laughs) but oh, you know what? I actually thought of who would be going back to Dark Avengers quickly. How about the guy, like the, either of the guys that they, like the villains from the Hulk, Abomination or the guy that becomes leader? Well, isn't Abomination going to be in She-Hulk? Yeah, yeah. But what about the other guy? Uh, the the guy that becomes yeah, the leader. Leave the leader. But they he also have. But doesn't him. Thunderbolt Ross become Red Hulk? So couldn't they yeah, just but, turn him into Red Hulk? But I, I don't think he's on the team all the time, though. Thing, and who knows if the actors even want to do that, right? That's the, that's the other thing. They don't need him. They just turn him into Red Hulk, and he's the CG, and they get somebody else to voice him. Yeah, I guess. But like other characters that would really like to be on Thunderbolts, like it's a shame they kind of, like they killed Crossbones. I feel like Crossbones would have been yeah. Well, know who could be. There. Know who else could be that we're forgetting, and and I mean this character could be on either, but I'm I would be more inclined to say they'd be on Thunderbolts, but Taskmaster is going to be in Black Widow. Oh shit! Taskmaster yeah. would be perfect in Thunderbolts. I mean, like if like he can copy the the fighting styles or whatever it's fighting styles, right? Yeah. Of any fighter could he'd be perfect on either team. His his abilities make sense. I would think, um, I'm trying to think, like, who, like, is more often than not in, in the MCU, like, the villain, like, oh, there's a lot of villains that just die at the end of the movies. So, this, like, the strength of having these characters is, like, Marvel always likes to go back and, like, reference, like, things that have happened before, like, um, in Falcon Winter Soldier, like Agent Carter's mask that she was wearing, like her disguise, like that was something ripped right out of uh, uh, of uh, Cap Two, right? Like there's like little nods here and there to, to other things, and I feel like for Thunderbolts, the I, do, I I really would not want them to introduce characters that are going to be team members in that show or in that in that uh, movie. Probably, hopefully, a show. I think the best route for either of these projects is for it to be a TV show. But, um, like, I just think that if you introduce a new character, I feel like that kind of takes away from it. And, like, if you have all these pre-introduced characters, then you don't have to worry about doing a lot of character development and stuff because they've already had that and go right into it. I think How do you guys feel about some... that? I think having some new obviously like a villain, okay. a villain would be perfect. But like, you, like I feel like for the team itself, it'd be I've, I I just like there's there's a lot of characters that they could pick from. So like, I don't know. I, I 
They, you have, I think you they have could the... have like one or two, like like if they were to introduce like one major one, right? So like let's say they do Zemo, they do Taskmaster, they do Ghost. Um, maybe they do like they can even bring in some like heroes, right? Like that are just like yeah, so, like, Winter Soldier say... and and uh, and uh, Black Widow. Yeah, they could even bring in Elektra or like Punisher. Uh, That's the, the the dream for me. Like, there's so many awesome elements from the Netflix universe that I really want them to bring into the MCU. Formally bring them into the MCU, but like, and those are the the best parts. Elektra, uh, Daredevil, uh, like Kingpin. Like, those are the the best parts. Like, there's no reason for them not to. So. But that's what I mean is I think they could introduce like one big character. So like if they introduced like Penance or like Songbird and like that's the introduction to the character, like fine. Like I think it's okay to have one or two, but I don't, I think, yeah, you're right. Like the main ensemble should be characters we already know because the lead of the show needs to be somebody we already know. Yeah. Like, cause this is the other thing that like, it kind of worries me to be honest with you. Like if Winter Soldier isn't in the next Captain America movie. Where the heck is he going to be? And do you think they're going to do another season of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, or I guess Captain America and the Winter Soldier now? Like, it's like, I feel like I, by them I making a movie, would. yeah, kind of complicates things. I thought that they would until I saw that they announced Cap 4. And I think right now it's very much like, if they do it, it'll be after. Because, mm-hmm. like they said going into this, this would be a, a mini series or a limited series, something like that, right? They did, but unlike WandaVision, like WandaVision, they were almost like they during the show, they didn't say like no second season, but almost immediately after the show, they were like, yeah, like as you can see, like this was a very self contained story, and to do another season would kind of like defeat the purpose. Mm-hmm. Whereas with Falcon and Winter Soldier during its run, they were constantly comparing it to WandaVision and the director was saying, like right now, we don't we're not necessarily saying there will be a second season. Right now we focused on the first season, but they said like the ending does not close up the possibility of a second season the way like WandaVision does. Like they could do it. And they said like we left threads open in case we wanted to. Right? So Yeah. I feel like though those threads are going to be carried forward in the movie and like the movie might create new stuff that then would be carried over into a new season of the, like another season of the show potentially but well uh, if there's dark avengers and there's thunderbolts and stuff like that like a lot of this like hypothetically this show might not lead into another season of the show because Sam and Sam's threads are going to lead into cap 4 all the threads at the raft with Zemo and stuff are going to lead into Thunderbolts. All the threads with Madam Hydra and US Agent are going to lead into Dark Avengers. Um, mm-hmm. The Sharon Carter stuff will likely lead into both of those shows. Could even bleed into like Armor Wars, mm-hmm. right? Because if she's going to be selling like government secrets, Why would... Armor Wars might end up following that. It wasn't Ar- Armor Wars an, uh, an Iron Man story where, like, right? Why no would... idea. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what kind of story it is. All I know is it's uh, from the sounds of it, it sounds like it's about War Machine and like the government getting their hands or like other governments getting their hands on like Stark tech and like and misusing suits, right? it and stuff. Right? Mm-hmm. So like 
but that could also bleed into to to Sharon doing some stuff. But the yeah. like the main thing I wanted to that I was trying to get at was like if they kind of like like I I'm kind of like in a way kind of worried about Bucky's future like at least his immediate future in the MCU outside of the Captain America universe cuz like there's a chance he doesn't he, like he's not in the movie like in Cap 4 but like I kind of want him to go out and do his own thing now and I feel like by putting him in Thunderbolts if they do go that way it would probably be the best thing for the character cuz then he's not constantly tied down by like the legacy of Steve and stuff and he can go out and be his own character and do his own thing and I felt like the ending he had in in uh, uh the show really like put an emphasis on that like he he's done being winter soldier he's he that that like he told the the old japanese guy what he did and like he he put his past behind him and he's ready to move forward and i really want that for the character and if they kind of don't do that i just feel like he's still going to be they, in the and if they put like, him in a if rut. they put him in um thunderbolts he can have that really awkward like interaction with zemo if zemo's in that show too and like that was such a great dynamic those two yeah yep. yeah and it would Agreed. give us more of that which would be nice he could even show up in the wakanda tv series oh, we didn't even pretty... talk about that <laughs> oh, yeah. talk about how the oh yeah the wakanda were the show yeah that was uh, the best the best moment one of the no for me it was the best moment my favorite moment of the show was um was when hold on give me one sec i need to say this correctly i think her name was okay. io or something like that but it was when it was when uh when Dora john walker's Milaje. like the dora milaje have no um have no authority here and then and then she's like the dora milaje have authority where the dora milaje um, like choose or whatever, like, and it was like so intense, and it was just like crap out of him. It was just like highlighting that moment of, like, yeah, like he's got no idea his, what he's kept out to get yeah. himself into. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, yeah, and exactly, that's, right. That's, like, like, like going back to like uh, John Walker's character, like he's just ignorant of everything that exists outside of his own. Like, I'm an ex soldier. Yeah, because yeah. he doesn't know like all of the like, like he like what was his experience with with the Wakandas? What's his experience with aliens? And it's just like he's just this ignorant guy that's just been literally like like here's Cap, you have a good military record. Be our pawn, and it's just I know I'm kind of going back into his character, and and I know you guys have kind of talked about that already, but it's just like I I just thought about that right now when you mentioned the. Uh, that that one intense scene there, Jules. I'm like, oh, this is what I wanted to say before. Like the last thing I kind of wanted to talk about, and that's going to be a quick topic, but like the, the Falcon suit, or I guess now it's Captain suit. I feel like they nailed everything. Costume, like the colors are awesome. The wing, like I like the fact that, like. His combat style is going to be a little different. He does a lot of flips and like a lot of aerial things. That's really cool. The jetpack, like thruster pack itself, the fact that that was used a lot in the show 
was really awesome. I never thought about that. But like, I feel like I, I can't take the guy seriously when his ears are sticking out of his cowl like that. <laughs> Everything from like, like his shoulders, his shoulders up don't work for me. Like the, the, the shoulders just seem like way too wide and like puffy and out. And then he's got the thing I can't stand about like what DC does with Nightwing sometimes with the cowl. How it's like first of all, I hate the fact that like these some of these cowls were like the like the, their head's not covered, like you can see like their hair and stuff. I can't stand that. And the other thing is it's like the ears stick out of the suit and like that just doesn't seem like practical at all. Like the guy's gonna be flying around fast and like like you don't want your your head protected like and you have your top of your head exposed and your ears like it just doesn't make sense to me and they look so dumb like these ears like literally look like the hole looks like a little too small and the ears his ear like looks super bent all the time <laughs> i hope they fix that it's super See, wired, i was but like it's, yeah it's a i was big. like the complete opposite of you i was like one of the things that i've really loved about these tv shows is both with with scarlet witch and with sam wilson's captain america i thought mm-hmm. the suits were like spot on perfect like so good i loved his suit i was i was worried for a oh, bit that was one thing i, I like worried. it looked great but the, the headpiece is just it, it needs a little it just needs to be tweaked just a little bit yeah like if they give him like at least conceal the ears please <laughs> yeah or at least well but that's like how it is snoopy, in the comic the i know but like they, they've changed they've taken their creative liberties with other suits it's just but it's super minor but that's yeah. he needs ears. my my hot take there but yeah. <laughs> oh and lastly the other thing i just thought about was the vfx in this show were pretty damn good for tv show like the, like yeah i feel like the vfx were really spotty sometimes in in wandavision but they were pretty dang good in falcon and the winter Soldier. yeah but i mean lot, to be fair was, comparing it was very convenient magic. but this is the thing though like they saved a lot of money by shooting like every action scene almost in like an abandoned location where <laughs> like no yeah. one could like oh let's film in the, it's a abandoned factory oh let's go to this empty room in this hotel let's go to this empty like uh boardroom in this or and, like everything like every fight scene happened oh, like almost every fight scene happened in an empty room where like you'd have to hire extras you don't have to do anything like that it's just that like they they could just go whatever they do whatever they want to do. I found that hilarious. Yeah, but... it was pretty funny. I kind of picked up on that <laughs> stuff also. But uh... but you guys have anything else to add for either Falcon nope. or Soldier I, or honestly uh, future MC for me I'm I'm pretty good. I don't know what you know. Yeah. yeah, I had fun with this show. I was entertained. Um, could they could they have told a more cohesive like I feel like story maybe it was it wasn't like a four out of ten but it wasn't like an eight or nine out of 10. i'd put this like happily at a six or seven out of ten if i was to give the the show a ranking i thoroughly enjoyed it don't get me wrong it was good i enjoyed it, it was, i had fun. it was enjoyable yeah i just wish that they took more risks in these shows i'm sure they will as time goes on these are oh, the early uh, ones right this, like this show like this was intended was to be the, the first one. Debut, it was the biggest debut for any like Disney Plus 
show and like it broke all the records it it's it's like you know the show did like phenomenal that they like it's such a like the, the numbers were out of this world that they announced captain america 4 the day the last episode came out like that's a well that show did yeah. it broke mandalorian yeah. it broke like it this is probably like this is set this is the benchmark for in terms of like ratings yep. that they get so yeah and we'll see how might, that might yeah. entice disney to Mateo, I must ask you this though: the very the first episode of the show didn't do as good as everyone thought because six weeks ago, what came out? Oh, duh! Freaking Snyder Cut. Okay, we already had the Snyder Cut episode. We're talking Marvel right now. Um, (laughs) Just had to slide the DC stuff in there. Got to sneak. Well, we talked about other few DC things before, but yeah. yeah. But uh, Um, oh, by the way, Jules. Random fact of trivia here, just before we close out. The guy that played Isaiah Bradley throughout the entire time watching the show, I'm like, where do I know this guy from? Where do I know this guy from? So familiar. He played Martian Manhunter's dad in Supergirl. (laughs) If you didn't know that. I don't think I got to that point, so... Yeah, I I think it was in season three. It was, he was, like, could not stand the character original character but the other thing that's cool that, too and you went to, to to be isaiah bradley which is really but, cool so did you know this this is one other tidbit i'll mention that i think is really cool and i'm hold on i'm just as i'm talking right now i'm just gonna make sure that i am uh, or... yeah i'm just gonna fact check to make sure i'm not spreading some fake news here but i'm gonna i'm just gonna check give me one sec um Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> Wait, well, what were you thinking? <laughs> oh. I could have sworn when I read about Isaiah Bradley being introduced that he, like, or at least they alluded to it in one of the earlier, like, Marvel, like, you no, know, when they used to have those one shots. Mm-hmm. Um, I could have sworn that, like, one of the the ones that they had done earlier on, kind of like talked about. Isaiah maybe. Bradley's thing and like maybe like they just like like glanced over. I it. might be wrong though. I thought I had read something about that, but now that I'm fact checking it, it doesn't. Yeah. I, it looks like I'm wrong. So just let's pretend. I wish they kind of did like a flashback sequence with Isaiah Bradley because like apparently his comic that came out like he was only in like one comic, but it was supposed to be really really good. Aside like the art style was pretty controversial, but the story was really good. And his grandson, the the, the guy that the other guy that was in the show with him. He actually is a young Avengers Avengers character. Eli oh, Bradley. That would be a cool tie-in. Yeah. Well, so. in any case, I think we should probably wrap Close up, but yeah. we have... I'm sure we're going to talk more MCU in the future. we got Black Widow and Loki are coming up. Marvel's What If it. is going to drop at some point. Um, and further down the road, there's Shang-Chi and Eternals and um, Spider-Man and Hawkeye. Yeah. Um, and we will also probably not discuss the Marvel Avengers uh, uh, game DLC. So <laughs> do not look forward to listening to anything about that. 35 to 50% off um, oh, microtransactions right now. That's still too expensive. Yes, I'm sure uh, 35 to 50% off microtransactions for all zero players are going to make them a bunch of money that... Uh, is going to change the face of that game. Anyway, I think this is a good place to, to end it for now. 
Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. If you've made it this far, make sure to like and subscribe again. Unless you're a Geno fan, then don't. Uh, if you're following us on Spotify, uh, make sure to download and tell your friends. And yeah, we. Uh, what do you think? This is a pretty fun one. And yeah, uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.